Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. It's already back to this. We're here. It's the new year. It feels like we just did 3D like two <laughs> months ago, man. I know. I, I didn't realize there was a Friday the 13th coming up in January. Had to nail it. But we got the new year. We got the new blood. The newest blood. That's how we do it. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. This is a movie podcast. And over the last couple of years, we've been spending every Friday the 13th just knocking off a new one. Just a random draw. Yeah. Gonna, go, gonna do all of them eventually. I think that's kind of become our, our like signature move, the random draw now. I love that. We, we just put all the names of all the Friday the 13th movies or whatever series, Halloween, whatever yeah. we're doing. Put all the movies in a box. Last Man Standing wins. <laughs> the Last Man Standing, is it builds such drama. Yeah. I love uh, controlled randomization when choosing movies because I only own like 9,000 movies. Right. <laughs> and so I need something to just narrow it down and go, let's just do this one. Yeah. You've got like the actual like real live Netflix problem. Where it it's is. Like, there's so much to choose from. It's like when you walk into Amoeba it in and it's just like, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> they have every album ever. Yeah. And uh, that's why sometimes you just got to land on the new blood. Yeah, the random draw is also how we've come up with, of the Friday the 13th, we've done X, we've done, <laughs> done Freddy, Freddy versus Jason. Uh, now we're on the new blood. Haven't done two, four, six, none of the good No, <laughs> we haven't knocked out my actual favorite Friday the 13th Eventually movies. we'll get there. We did the first one, which I think holds up as a, a oh, classic. Absolutely. I love the first one. And let me tell you, we would have taken forever to get to Jason X. And I'm so glad we did it. Big fan. I, I, I think I'm a fan of all of these Friday the 13th. I think mm, maybe not goes to hell. Yeah. Ooh, That's that, the one I'm really dreading. Man, the random but, draw uh, has done you right on goes to yeah. hell. That was the first one eliminated this time, too. It's like we aren't even hinting. I love that. That we're doing <laughs> Because I think it came pretty close last time. Yeah. Where it was like three or nine. And it was like, <laughs> I'm over there sweating like that Jordan Peele uh, <laughs> sketch. <laughs> Either the one you hate the most or we're seeing a 3D movie. Yeah. People, we watched a 3D movie and it was great. It was good. You pieced together that we might the juggling scene could have been because they were in clown college. <laughs> the more I think we about it, the more that revelations. makes perfect They had a vaudeville trunk. Yeah. Of course they're in awful entertainer college hmm. I, just, I, I don't think I have any secret revelations from part 7 to share this time I don't think I learned anything new watching it again I learned that I thought part 7 was actually part 5 or 6 mm-hmm. I learned that I mix all those three up apparently at will It's uh, yeah that's easy to do and just like the last time we watched Manhattan I keep learning that oh yeah I like these movies a lot more mm-hmm. than I realized even the ones where in my brain are just like ah, that one's okay Every time I watch it, it's like, no, I like these a lot more than I thought. I, I think I'd put seven in my top half of the of the series for sure. Yeah, I I'm, I, uh, I do enjoy seven. It's it's pretty famous for being bloodless and kind of humorless, uh, but I uh, I think it's cool. It's really it gets to work. 
It does. It a lot really, of killing. It gets <laughs> you get it's great not the bloodiest, but it's there's a lot of it. You get all the great ghoul Jason. This might be the most Jason, you know, mm-hmm. in, in with his awful face. A lot of killing. A lot of different kills. Go even goes full Michael Myers. Yeah, different weapon point. Like every time. Just all through the movie, from the beginning of the movie. You get the sick underwater, Jason. Yeah. The cool I think the coolest look in the franchise, him chained to the bottom of a lake. There's so much cool stuff in this one that even though it is kind of workmanlike, the the you know, the most censored mm-hmm. Friday the thirteenth, a lot say. And uh, it just keeps chugging. Just kinda keeps going. There was a lot of psychic movies around this time in the 80s, right? A lot of psychic horror. They were throwing the psychic element in, into their uh, franchises at this point. Yeah. 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 I, I uh, just know that this one, they kind of wanted him to have a, a foe, a foil that he would have to really it's fight like, against it's like, rather than just hacking kids up. So They wanted Carrie versus the Terminator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the original mashup. This wasn't the one that was supposed to be the the first mashup, was it? Because they've been talking about the Freddy versus Jason idea for... Like a long uh, time. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I, I know that uh, that idea has been around since the 80s. Yeah. What I heard with this one is, yeah, they were going for that Carrie versus Jason, at least, if they couldn't get Freddy. But we, we're getting a lot of, what, Phantasm 2 we talked about pretty recently. That's all about the Yeah, we were going through it. Uh, yeah, the Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, which was a year after sure. this, has our psychic girl going after uh, the killer. This movie has... A ton on its side. This has a high floor, you can say. Even if you don't get into the telepathic mm-hmm. horror, right? Well, I think they do the telepathic stuff pretty good. The telekinesis. Uh, her throwing TVs around and breaking pearl necklaces. Our, our main girl, <laughs> Tina. Yeah, Tina, which has to rival any movie we've ever seen. For most times, a name has been spoken in a movie. <laughs> it's up there. People are yelling for Tina. For ninety straight minutes. Yeah, this is a great. <laughs> this is one of those great, like the outsider girl kind of gets hooked up with her neighbors or throwing the party at the lake, and suddenly, like, she's the main focus of the whole group. <laughs> yeah, nine, ten people. Everyone are knows all talking to everyone. Knows everything about her. Everyone knows she's been in a mental institution. They're <laughs> totally comfortable making fun of a stranger for being in a mental institution. Like, she's just always been there. She's just always been one of the group. It's she so gets funny. jumped into this gang. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. gets, she gets roughed up verbally by these people while they're all dying. But they're like, all going she out. She doesn't with... do anything to deserve it. No. Like, she just Other shows just... up, and the main blonde bully girl is like, there goes the neighborhood. First after, thing, she walks into... Man. After seeing just three normal-looking people get out of a car. You remember when we were, like, Love 10, it. 11... And you'd be stuck somewhere with your parents, and there'd be like a couple other kids that you didn't know, similar age. So you had those shots of like, do I strike up a a one hour friendship with these people in like the church parking lot, mm-hmm. or do I not want to walk over there and go, there goes the neighborhood from old blonde Betty here? That's the risk. And this girl's running that risk. She's in her twenties. Well, certainly, she's a, still getting a there yeah. goes the neighborhood. As a teenager, I would never try to like just go up to a group of other kids. Can you imagine other teens? Who are like washing their car and sunbathing, just be like, What's up? What's up, guys? <laughs> we went on a. We're going to be lake mates for a while, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we went on a family cruise when I was like 15, and there was some other family that I kept seeing who had, you know, like eight kids all my exact age, oh, brothers, man. sisters, friends they brought along. 
and talk to those people one fucking time. <laughs> they came with their own pre-established group. They could do a four-on-four basketball game. Yeah, they're if they sad. wanted to. What do they need old nine over here? And I don't have any telekinesis. No. I just had like a couple of books and like Pokemon. Like, that's it. But you probably look like such a freak. I look like a loser. <laughs> Get out of a narrow like neighborhood. With her blonde hair is this and like normal looking clothes. <laughs> Tina could not look any more normal. This is just a normal gal with her little short sweaters and her bangs. I like her. I like, I like her. I like Tina. I like a lot of the final girls in this series. Yeah. They always seem to do a good job. I like the girl in part eight even. And yeah, Tina's up there though. Tina's up there. Tina's got, got a strong movie length performance. We get Liz Kaitan in this movie. We talk about it. She comes up a lot. Feels like we, there's a lot of people attached to this movie that come up a lot. Oh, definitely. Chiefly John Carl Beekler. Yeah, the Beeks. He's kind of calls him that. Snu- <laughs> Not anymore. Well, but we talk about him a lot. Yeah. He is snuck up and has maybe become the guy we bring up the most. <laughs> Indirect, you know, he has been on a lot of things that we are into. Yeah, any, anytime we've talked about a movie from the 80s with special effects or makeup, it seems like he's involved. He comes up the most. Which is cool. What? Just trancers? Terror vision? Talked about him on trancers. Dolls? Halloween 4, he's doing makeup and effects. Sure. Yeah. He's so a, many different He was ones. a busy guy and uh, directed one of my favorites, Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller. I'm just, I love that movie. That was when you brought over a bunch of movies that, that rhymed. Yes. That was my <laughs> what theme. What a great theme. <laughs> cellar Dweller was good. Yeah, Driller did- Killer, Cellar Dweller, and what was the other one? I'm trying to remember what the other one was. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Good flicks. We, we chose Cellar Dweller, and we were right to choose Cellar Dweller. Driller Killer is pretty good, though. Yeah. But outside of having, geez, from beyond, Reanimator, this guy is special makeup effects Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But he's directed some pretty cool stuff himself, and he's a pretty talented director. Because this is a good-looking Friday the 13th. This has a little bit of character. Mm-hmm. The sets look good. Nice. I like a good packed house. A lived-in house, yeah. right? That house looked... The house they were all hanging out, that looked like they were just hanging out in somebody's actual house. That That is true. I noticed that uh, watching it this time. That house is dirty. <laughs> That's a, this that name, is a party lake house. It's a party house, and they're using their un- the, the rich kid's uncle owns the house. And, uh, man, I, I should have done a count. Are there like 10 teenagers in this house? So many kids. There's a lot of couples. This is a good lake house party. Yeah. And Tina and Dr. Uh, Bad News Cruz and then her mom in the house next door. Tina's had a tough life. Yeah. John Carl Beekler chose the story of Tina. Tina's story. Now, does I, I'm trying to remember because uh, we have we start the movie with like the kind of flashbacks. We get a right? full we get Friday the Thirteenth montage. We get Jason's story. They go back to like two. Yeah, <laughs> they're showing full. They clips go back to from the, the mom. Yeah, mom gets killed. Jason comes into the picture, takes over. He gets killed. <laughs> Tommy Jarvis eventually has to get him tied to the lake. Yeah, we get we get the full. We get backstory. a lot of. We get we get shaved head Feldman. We narrated. get the guy making the the. Uh, oh yeah, who's the narrator? Narrated by the guy that plays Crazy Ralph in the first. Oh, the two old movies. guy giving him the warning in yeah. the first one. The Bring old, him back. Yeah, giving you the story. I love that. It, uh, yeah. This is our first Kane Hodder, too. It is, and I like him. It, he took. I, I like what he does. He's in this here on out, right? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, seven, eight, nine for sure. I don't okay. remember. I think someone else by the time Jason X in like ninety nine. The Uber I think Jason. Else. Yeah, 
But he brings the big hulking stuntman look to Jason. Because if, you, if you've ever seen Kane Hodder, his head just joins directly onto his shoulders. <laughs> it does. It, is, it just looks like he, he is like this gigantic thumb. He's got that, kind of a Michelin man thing going yeah, on. Yeah, just a big, thick, kind of tall, weird like, body, weird yeah. neck, no-necked guy. But it's such a good figure to just build prosthetically onto. Mm-hmm. Jason's got a lot of cool cool shit hanging off of him in this one this is just a cool visual jason this might be my yeah maybe my favorite visual jason we've got the rotting corpse look in full effect with the bones and the spine in the back rib cage and spine just sticking out of his yeah like you said earlier the big chain around the neck the man's been in a lake for a decade yeah his mask is like the color is faded to just like a black triangle rather than like a red or or blue Uh, all the everything around the lake i love I know that people hate how uh, every one of these is just like, yeah, we finally figured out a way. And mm-hmm. then the next movie is always them being like, nope, we got a way out of this. He's back. He's di-. So I love and appreciate the, the time they took to show these changes. This man's been just a s- soggy, murky lake monster for a mm-hmm. decade. Tied down there in a chain. I wonder if, man... There's any submerged amusement parks or anything? That's that'd be the nightmare of my nightmares. Just seeing a seeing a dead man corpse chained to the bottom. Ugh. And he's yeah. so once pretty creepy. Once uh, Tina uses her telekinesis. Once her uh, drunken father dies. So know, yeah, that was gonna <laughs> that was gonna be my question. I'm trying to remember. Do we see Jason at the bottom of the lake before we see young Tina and that whole pr- prologue, or is that supposed to be like? in the past at some point and then as adult tina she's come back to the lake and in that time tommy jarvis has put i think that's there. it i think she bookends because otherwise all the events we're talking like 20 years in the future if he's been in the lake since she was a tiny child i've understood it's like a decade into the future yeah so i yeah so play around the with timeline that is time all right up. yeah yeah i'm not too concerned okay good. but go with the flow on this one i don't i don't know the powers of telekinesis. She's able to resurrect her father in the end. Mm-hmm. She's able to bring a, to life a lake man. She's she able to like see visions yeah. of things happening she has elsewhere. A lo- exa- yes. She foresees death. Mm-hmm. She has all sorts of... No wonder she's in a mental institution. I think that would be terrible. That would be such a burden to have... Like I, I think about those people who claim to like see spirits around them all the time. Like, ugh. <laughs> what a nightmare. God, I would hate that so much. Yeah, hmm. the, the idea of being mentally tortured by these visions, just like, nah. Just seeing people people's deaths constantly. Remember see, seeing the death of everybody you come across? Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Check, please. No <laughs> one wants it. Tina don't want it. No. And kids pick up on it. The mean kids. <laughs> That's why they bully her. They That's why they bully her. She's weak. Yeah. yeah she's something you're, you're... tormented. Exactly. They go after that. Yeah, we get the big dock collapse scene yeah her dad, her dad eats it and then we flash back to the dock collapse like five minutes later <laughs> and then we get bad news crews explaining the dock collapse events after we've bad seen news. the flashback after seeing it the first time the name fits so well that up yeah i think you've said it like three times and my it. head's just like yeah that's probably the guy's name in the movie one of my favorite nicknames of yeah so played played by terry kaiser Keezer, who is the titular character of what 80s comedy? Oh, man. 
Got me. They spend a weekend at Bernie's. No. That's He's Bernie. Bernie Lomax? That's Bernie, baby. You're kidding me. <laughs> I was getting big old uh, Robert Picardo vibes. Oh, yeah. I could see that. <laughs> with with hair. But Bernie Lomax. I didn't know we were in the <laughs> company. Bad News Cruise. <laughs> this movie's loaded. Yeah, that's pretty good. We talk, I brought up briefly Liz Kaitan earlier. She is in so much cool i mean we talked about her all the time she took over uh the vice academy series eventually when linnea quigley and ginger lynn mm. left she's in tons of late 80s horror movies i always love a horror movie redhead oh yeah yeah she's the kind of stoner redhead she's the one there with that with that nerd yeah that nerd girl I, so who we've got Maddie. this so yeah this group of friends i love how all these movies none of the friends like each other but this one Never. especially Seems like they go out of their way to not like each other. Well, yeah, you got like competing friend groups within the group of friends. Like you're really getting a, a readout of the dynamics. You have a couple people who have definitely not yet come out. <laughs> and they're working through that. Yeah, it's amazing how how much these couples always just hate each other before having sex. Yeah. These people none of these people like each other with good cause. And we, and we don't need to know why also like they're all just fighting already and they don't we don't need to know why i we don't b- have a clue why. bickering in these kind of movies just must make for for good scripting i guess you're like so. yeah we can just write in a bunch of like disses we don't actually <laughs> we don't actually have to learn about these people we can just have them like cutting each other down and making mm-hmm. quips about their bodies like yeah We'll do that. That works. Later, we're going to get a couple of them naked in the winter and put them in a lake. We know what we're doing here. We know we're making a horror movie. But no, Liz Kaitan, another. She was in uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Mm. 2, I think. And yeah, the Vice Academy movies. She's in, geez, Savage Dawn. Oh, yeah. Show favorite, Savage Dawn. So she was in tons of stuff. So this movie has got some pedigree. It's got a dot collapse that we hear about several times. It's got <laughs> it's Bernie a Lomax. Moment in the yeah, movie. it's got a really cool Harry Manfredini score. Now this yeah. this man milked eight movies worth of. <laughs> he, he did. He, he did a lot with that. He did a lot. The coolest part about this one is he gets to do a Friday the Thirteenth score with a telekinetic girl power score so it's got that kind of sci-fi-ish edge to it with all the the breathing and rhythms i like it yeah this is a pretty harsh brutal version of the friday the 13th themes it's just like kind of stuff yeah almost terminator-esque there you go yeah it's that sci-fi bent yeah so it goes you feel that terminator vibe because it has the girl with psychic powers sounds Mm -hmm. all those scores sounds that are only in girl with psychic power movies. When I saw Firestarter this year, Carpenter did oh, the yeah. score. Firestarter. Like, yep. He knows how to do this. Yeah, that might even more so than Carrie almost. I feel like that's a She does start a lot of fires in yeah. this one, huh? Carrie could start some she fires. She starts some fires. Carrie burned some people. There's some fires getting started. Carrie burned a few people. She uh, She burned a lot of innocence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one she uses her powers for good. Tina really targets who she murders. Like she definitely targets certified bad dudes yeah that makes me think she could have killed those kids at any time but chose to only just like break the pearl necklace of the one girl yeah were her powers growing that's what i never get can you grow them like a muscle the the harder you like close your eyes or something i don't know i i think uh when tina's mom gets killed and she finds out then she's just like that's it 
I'm going fuck this guy. Full power. <laughs> like, that's when she's like, yeah. she had rented scanners. Oh yeah, like, and she's like, she's, yeah, we can do this. She's definitely channeling that. Like, <laughs> we can do this now. She, yeah, that's a great moment when she finally meets up with Jason. We're just, now I'm skipping ahead, but man, that just like she's like Jason. <laughs> you. It really was a show. They they ripped that that showdown between them with like under the lamplight. That really feels like an end scene. Freddy versus Jason, kind of mm-hmm. out of the dock, kind of thing. This had well, this had to be. I don't know. Carrie versus Freddy versus Jason, just a triple threat. But this is also a pretty good hair movie. <laughs> Pretty good hair movie because I want to know. There's a lot of it. <laughs> first and foremost, what is going on with Tina's mom's hair? I don't know. What is, I was who trying. Who was doing that to that woman? Uh, so was this like a year after Hellraiser? Because I keep thinking of that oh. redheaded woman in Hellraiser. Oh boy, her hair is just standing straight up the entire what time. What a bad cut on that woman. And this is like if they did that and then just like had the sides go straight back. <laughs> Slick man, it like was. She, she looks like she's wearing like a shark hat, or something, like a <laughs> dorsal fin, <laughs> like fake shark hat on her, her mom, head. Man, what were they doing? Her mom, <laughs> she had this like it was like this Conway Twitty pompadour. Yes, but 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 also like if Conway Twitty was one of the like the Thundercats, <laughs> she had this just this Chitara mane swept back at the sides, but up in the front. Yeah. Insane hair. Intense. If a if a woman walked into a place of business you were at and you turned around and she was just next to you, I think I think it would be appropriate to utter a low like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be taken aback if I saw this woman's hair. I next would probably to me in the yeah wild. Re, re, yeah without even thinking my eyes would just be like bong. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's hair. Maddie's hair is out of control. Liz has Maddie's the the makeover. Girl, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers is hers is everywhere. Liz got that great red hair. Donna has the simple, simple bob and bangs. Everybody had a great head of hair in this. Yeah, Donna's the bully girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. She's I keep great. calling her Donna because it seems like a bully name. That sounds right. I didn't actually look up what their names were. <laughs> just whatever ones I remember. They yeah they, sounds right though. They huh? are kind of just these forgettable kids in this one. Like yeah, I, I'm having a hard time remembering who's who. You get some murders set up. Just you know, it's. We call it workmanlike. <laughs> we said it gets down to business. It is definitely just here's a couple people coming up the road. Won't see them for more oh, than a couple minutes. This might have the most like unrelated people getting <laughs> killed by Jason. This guy is just wandering the woods. He he's in the lake. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's gets out of the lake. The houses are right next to the lake, fully lit up. People in them moving around. You can see them like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone dancing in the windows. <laughs> right. You do get a, the McAllister. And he's just like, I'm going to go check out the woods for a while. I'm going to see what I stumble across. I mean, here. woods is woods. He gets, he gets lucky. <laughs> I think woods is woods <laughs> is my favorite line in the Friday the 13th series. I never remember which one it's from, but the dude going, hey, Jane, woods is woods. Woods is woods. Like, I'm we're going to camp here? Yeah. Where else? A different part of the wo- I think a woods is woods is one of those things that floats through my head randomly every couple weeks. Mm. Sometimes I won't even remember it's from a Friday the 13th. I'll never I never remember it's from 7. Definitely not. 5 6 7 are always such a mishmash of def- different things happening, all mixed up, but woods is woods. That is sounds like a Buddhist like like phrase you would say to yourself to like calm the mind. 
<laughs> ripe woods is woods. Right before getting a knife in your back. <laughs> it's it's good that Jason goes wandering through the woods because it leads to some very popular kills in the franchise, namely the sleeping bag murder. Yeah. Which that had to be edited way down. There oh, was, it was. He yeah. he probably he bashed that sleeping bag into a pole probably fifteen times, and we'll put in one. Well, again, it's that the whole story of this movie is the MPAA just seemingly having a personal vendetta against the Friday the Thirteenth series. Because again, it's like I keep thinking like a lot of bloodier movies came out in the eighties. Yeah, a lot of bloody movies came out, and this movie, from everything I've heard on you know the the making of stuff, it's like they just wouldn't let him have anything. And, you know, the original cut had. Him smashing that guy's head. The Man. original cut had the head really smash is gross. I went, a lot I, of, yeah. I went through the deleted scenes. The head smash goes on long. Yeah, exactly. I understand that he is just smushing, and you hear crunching. It is getting flatter and flatter. Like that was right. a long head crushing. I get a few people in the MPA going. Well, I don't think <laughs> not sure we can do that. But man, but some of the things cool. it was just like, nah, we'll just uh cut this stabbing a little shorter. It really felt like they were having everything it, it they'd like, gotten away with yeah, before. I think it seems like every kill it's basically like as soon as anything's about to enter the victim, knife, chainsaw, whatever, they have to cut away. And then immediately just goes to something off screen or just Jason looking at them and <laughs> It gets a little frustrating, especially when you got Bad News Crews about to get it with the like powered uh, leaf cutter, I guess. Like a I weed thought it whacker. was a weed whacker, but it clearly has a rotary blade yeah. on there. So it's some kind of weed whacker radial saw. I think it's just yeah, heavy duty. And he's about to get cut right in half. And that's, yeah, I heard that that one has a lot more to it. Her mom getting stabbed as like the knife coming out of her and stuff. With Cruz using her as a human shield? Oof. What a, what a dirtbag. Bad news. You need a guy, and not every one of these, not every movie uh, in the Friday Thirteenth series has it. You need a guy who who it's cool for Jason to kill. Oh yeah, you need to build to a cool kill for like he's killing everybody indiscriminately. You need to give one that you can root. for. I feel like they basically just copy this character in the next one in part in Jason Takes Manhattan as the you know the, <laughs> the guy who's like the teacher that the threw teacher the, throws the girl the into the lake to teach her to swim. Yeah, it's just a big asshole like, authority you know, we figure. Just, we can just get some jerk in a sweater, yeah, and make him boss around some kids, and then Jason just tears into him. Yeah, worked. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's the one that gets the cheers live. Mm-hmm. This guy needs it so bad. So yeah, to get it just edited out, and there's no fuller cut that exists, right? This isn't right. The footage yeah. is gone. It never made it past the yeah the work, the work print, print that yeah. you see yeah in those deleted scenes. And I, uh, it just seems yeah, it just seems like really you're gonna give him an X rating and. There's so much else going on. There'd been 10 years of crazy stuff in horror at this point. Yeah. Way more violent. You got boobs in this and stuff, but it's again, it's just, it's nothing that you don't see in any other R rated movie at the time. Definitely was targeted. That's what it feels like. Which is a shame. And I'm not someone who needs. These movies had kind of built a reputation up. Sure. So it makes sense. You're seven deep. They're like, all right, we let them get away with a six pack. (laughs) We're shutting this down at seven. I guess so. (laughs) We will, yeah, we're coming down with the hammer. But 88 was also the year where you had another uh, Halloween. That was four. Mm -hmm. You had uh, another Freddy. That was what? Dream Master, Dream Child. Probably Dream Master. Yeah. Dream Child was 89. Yeah. These were the big ones. Now, I guess thinking about it, Halloween. I don't remember Halloween Four or the Dream Master being 
like as scary violent as some of the others in those series. So maybe they were playing it across the uh, across the board. Yeah. Maybe it was maybe. just taking out the big franchises. I wonder if that's about the time where they started really having that uh, like violence in video games and movies is causing mm. kids to be violent. And stuff. 88 with that like road rage. Or, would have just had like, the, yeah, maybe they had the Metallica lawsuit a couple years before that or something, right? Man, next year, next year. They I think didn't... a lot of people forget how conservative the <laughs> 80s also was. Oh, I know. In, in addition to being crazy and neon and John Hughes, it was also like a big halt to the stuff that was going on in the 60s and 70s. Oh, man. So It's so shocking to see the, the public uh, thoughts at the time and Reaganism run through the whole mm-hmm. decade. And then all these horror and straight-to-video action movies and movies like from Hong Kong are the most violent, bloody, <laughs> like gruesome things. This was all happening just seemingly in the open, mm-hmm. just in the Dallow, while uh, Tipper Gore was also demanding like warnings be put on music. Right? Was this? Did Beekler get run over because of Tip? Was it the Tipper Gore effect? Something the like NWA that. The right? NWA effect drifted into <laughs> the horror franchises. Could it be. A year later, they'd have a cartoon disrespecting his parents <laughs> and authority figures on the reg. A child is asking me who the hell I am. <laughs> we is this? The 80s are over. When's it going to stop? The 80s are done. This is too much. We thought we ta- got these kids by censoring the hell out of Friday the 13th. And now they're just talking back. It blew up in our faces. Awful. That's what they get. That's what they get, right? Those authority figures. For all the editing and censoring, it's amazing how much we keep landing on 88 as such a go-to year. There was so much great genre work. That is the sweet spot because you were still getting a lot in theaters, and it was the best time for straight-to-video. Straight-to-video genre stuff and guys like you know Jim Van Beber. That's Deadbeat at Dawn is 88. You're getting weird stuff like waxworks. Yeah. Mm. And you're getting Serpent in the Rainbow. That's a huge <laughs> swath of, of weird genre horror here, right? Yeah, it had become viable and profitable enough, and home video stuff was able to... The perfect yeah. time. Yeah. People were all, had v- were all getting VCRs like what's by going then. on now. I mean, there's just so much horror going on now because anybody can kind of make their horror movie. Yeah. And also it's making money. So now I, people are buying it up. I have seen some low-budget horror movies in theaters the last couple of years. Not only am I seeing constant horror movies, I went and saw Megan this past weekend. Apparently with everybody else. He's raking in dough. It's Megan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the Key and Peele sketch. I was thinking of Megan. <laughs> it, was a, it was a packed house, man. Mm. Packed house. Tons of kids. They were hyped for Megan. This movie's raking in. Feels like that's the uh, yeah. eighth different horror movie this year that I've talked about, and it's raking it in. I saw one not one month ago at Christmas time called Christmas Bloody Christmas. Ooh. In theaters at the Roxy, lowest budget movie I've seen in the theater since uh, Murder in the Woods. Mm. Go check that episode out. That's some, <laughs> uh, we're starting to show movies in theater during a pandemic, and we don't have a big big choice here. Forgot about Murder in the Woods. Murder in the Woods, baby. Murder in the Woods is probably the only cheaper mo- first-run movie I've seen in the theater than Christmas Bloody Christmas. But horror movies are making money. 
there are two different horror movie uh, streaming services. Mm. There are mm-hmm. competing horror movie streaming services like Fangoria's revised. You know, we are in a a boom period for horror. And it's not all just the big quiet place guys. We're getting a lot of indie horror and uh lower lower budget horror that's really good. Yeah. And yeah, maybe you're right. This is 30 35 years later cuz we went through a big lull for a bit in the 90s till Scream drug us back. Then the 2000s were mostly terrible. Mm-hmm. Awful. Horror's back. I'm I'm I've only seen 72 horror movies in the theater this year. I'm confident <laughs> to say now horror's back. But man, 88 hits. It was different. booming. 88 hits so good. It was good. booming in 88, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. To me it's as as much as it's too bad that you don't get the full gore effects on the kills and they do become a little like redundant of just not seeing things. I think this one might hold the record for like most different weapons, most different kind of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uses a party horn on someone at one point. And cool. this guy's just grabbing things within reach. Yeah. But also crushing skeletons. Yeah. Just crushing skulls. If he can't use if he can't find the blunt object in hand, man, he'll just grab part of the body and squeeze. And I think there's a lot of good classics throwing the girl out the window. Even though, right. again, she just lands with a thud. straight down. Just flap. <sighs> <laughs> what? The one thing. So I don't need, like, the gore, necessarily. Mm-hmm. I, there's plenty of PG-13 horror that I like. Hell, new movie Megan. PG-13 horror. Super effective with it, too, right? But for me, it's almost kind of a rhythm timing issue. Instead of seeing an extra cut or an extra stab, when he makes impact, so often it just cuts away. It feels like feels too abrupt. feels yeah. too brief. The timing is... The rhythm is gone. I know what you mean. Yeah, it feels cut short. Yeah. So specifically. Even, I wish we... Even if uh, we didn't get more gore, I wish just kind of holding a little bit on a kill instead of just thwack cut. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that. Or just off camera. And I guess they worked around it pretty well for what they did. But like you said, a lot of bodies. A yeah. lot of different killings. Specifically where that girl goes... Uh, skinny dipping at night and her and the the hip the hip the uh yuppie oh sure boyfriend's oh, taking off his sweater. clothes and jason appears and he's stalking towards him and the guy's backing up and then it's just like yeah it just cuts too quickly and then the girl gets out of the lake and the guy's already laid out dead and it's just yeah it doesn't Dude, doesn't flow jason quite right coming that after moment. that girl like jaws <laughs> is that the first time where he kind of like transports because he does it a lot in eight but he is just in the lake all of a sudden. He's on the shore, yeah. and then she pops out. Guy's dead, and he is just right next to her. Not just... Uh, yeah, oh, right. But, yeah, he does... And he's make, he's moving around in there just smooth. He's smooth <laughs> no under there. You can... No ripples. He just <laughs> tiptoed into that lake off on the dark side over there because he gets her quick. Yeah. We see, we see one boob and a butt, and then Jason is just, like, coming up from the deep. Like he was scouting that location. He was like, I know where the kids get naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate my first rodeo. And you know there's nothing he hates more. Than rodeos? No. <laughs> rodeos, number two. Number one, kids about to have sex. Yeah. Hates it. Drives him mad. Drives him mad. He hates it when people are getting it. Hates it. So this girl, second those clothes are off, he's like, I need to get in this. I need to get in this lake now. That poor girl. I feel for these girls. I always think it's, oh, man, it would have been so cool to be in a Friday the 13th. It would have been so cool. No. 
Probably not. Because well, you're a guy, yeah. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> sure, sure. But, yeah, you get just like, oh, yeah, it sucks you had to be in that freezing cold lake. My character just rolled a bunch of joints and then got with the hot redhead. <laughs> exactly. Man, your part sounds terrible. Because, <laughs> you know, this was filmed dead of winter. They always are. That's what I, yeah. This one, not in New York. This was like in Alabama. Mm-hmm. I have to think. Alabama was the one that was most cool with putting in a gigantic explosion in the middle of a forest. Probably. Imagine every other... They probably went to way better states first, and they were like, you can't... What are you thinking? I can't let you put a girl (laughs) out in a lake in the winter. It's a big explosion. It's a big explosion. There's a lot of good... Like, yeah, the explosion's good. The fire effect is good on Jason. The stunts at the end where they're fighting. I like it, The fire effect on Jason is amazing. Yeah. That is one of the only times I've seen the fire stunt on camera where there's no cut. As in, um, he gets lit on fire mm-hmm. on camera. Right, right. Usually right. they cut back when the flames are have gone up, right? That flame shoots out of the furnace and Kane <laughs> Hodder goes up in flames. And he is on fire for a long time. Lustig saw this fire stunt and he's just like, oh yeah, we'll... We'll light some dudes on fire in Maniac Cop. That's a, I should do that. That's a yeah, good idea. That's a good... Maniac <laughs> Cop was one year, two year after this. Mm-hmm. A lot of fire in that one. It's like, Zadar will set himself <laughs> Zadar will be on fire for... Oh, Kane Hodder was 45 seconds? You can do a minute. Come on. You can be a minute, right? Bobby. Come on, Bobby. Well, Bobby, yeah. <laughs> I need Bobby. Great fire stud. I mean, it was this... Mm-hmm. It it, But that explosion. Talk about 1988. They got the people must have gotten the people from Phantasm Two. I was that's exactly what I was when I saw that explosion. I was like, they that's a that's a P two explosion right there. The Phantasm Two explosion is one of the greatest <laughs> explosions in film, captured from several different angles because they could only do it once. Mm-hmm. This explosion is almost like shocking. I think it's just because it's in Serene Crystal Lake, and out of nowhere, man, that. Screen is filled with fire. I think the one camera is too close. That like camera. you see the shock wave like hit the camera. Yes, that's what makes it so big. Is yeah. you see the shock wave, man. That cabin blows up, and that camera looks like it did not make it. <laughs> it got oh. And meanwhile, this meanwhile the one guy probably was just there on set to roll his joints, have sex with the redhead, and it's like you guys blew up a cabin. <laughs> When did this happen? <laughs> that movie looked so different to some of those people when they finally saw the the premiere. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Can you imagine, yeah, having to do, to do all that and then your your death scene gets cut short? Oh right? man! Like, yeah, the stoner guy. It's like every one of them. You just, it's like he shows up behind him. They go like, Ugh! and then yeah. it's over. Yeah. The was that the guy that got? Well, the stoner guy is his the one whose head keeps showing up for the rest of the movie. Oh yeah, you do see his head later. A couple times on the plane. His head. Ke- Jason keeps using that as a as a prop. Did he? Did he do the uh, Michael Myers like p- putting the bodies all in the trees and stuff before? I don't remember him being There's much been of a some like body hiding before. Placing things. Well, in the first one, his mom was a body hider. We never saw it, mm. but those bodies get into some wild locations That's true. from Mrs. Like Voorhees. So it runs in the blood that you want to strategically hide your bodies. So that they plop out and fall in front of people all in perfect time. Yeah. So he he had it. He knew his mom was dragging bodies around. He knew he had to do something with that. 
little he, tribute. He does put his mom's head in the fridge in the second one, so he's been doing that a while. Right. <laughs> Putting the heads in places, at least. Is this is this too dumb of a joke? Like, they're not so dumb that they wouldn't do this, but was it... Did Jason actually go find a pot to put the stoner guy's <laughs> head in? Is that too dumb of a joke? Mm. That has to be intentional, That might right? just be... Uh, yeah, that might just be... I didn't even think about it until this time, until the girl you know, finds his head the first time. If you put your hand down on a couch and it comes up covered in blood, just get out of there. <laughs> Don't look. Just get out of there. Don't check it out. Call the authorities. <laughs> and she sees that. But then a little while later, he's in the pot. And I said, oh, they got a pot head. It's like, no. I have no, heard. the new blood. Well, did you? I said earlier, there's like no jokes in this one. There's The only joke joke is the... Uh, Penis enlarger magnifying glass. <laughs> so maybe, maybe they're, they're not, going for a pothead. They're not above it, pothead. Also, that guy rolls like 15 J's. He was in for the long weekend. <laughs> they were going to so have a dead. surprise party for Mike, and he was ready to party. <laughs> oh, how do you like Maddie's makeover? Her friend ditches her quick, what's, man. Uh, what's she say after she gives herself a makeover? She's like, touch up my ass. Yeah, like, she, did, she did look better after her touch up. She had the red lip. She seemed okay. Flattering dress. She was wearing kind of a bulky sweater. She had, she had some heels on, the white heels. I just If she had just been herself, she would have gotten the nerdy science fiction writer. Like she, Oh, yeah. You know? The nerdy science fiction writer had to be Beekler writing himself into the movie. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I appreciate people who are passionate about their pursuits and want to be a science fiction writer, but if I'm at the party and I hear you yelling space worm in the background, shut <laughs> Nobody oh. needs to hear about your hard side. He's talking about space zombies and <laughs> coming up with ideas and advanced protozoas. Again, just like introducing his weirdness to the new girl, Tina, right off the bat. Yeah. Oh, you you're kind of weird. Let me tell you the kind of things I'm into. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's an angle we kind of go through. I think uh, if we feel like we're not the you know growing up, these kids are older. But in high school, you know, if you're not the most handsome guy, you know, you either be the funny guy mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, you get a little extra attention by being kind of the weird guy. Not like eating worms weird, but uh, sci-fi out there, you know, you need an angle. I guess. So he's maybe just, he's taking a shot. He, he find the one girl that, the one girl's, you know. Well, all the guys having sex had no angles. They no were angles. the most generic, regular dudes ever. Yeah. They just brought weed and beer. Weed guy has the plan. Weed guy <laughs> shotguns a beer right next to a girl's head. <laughs> that was obnoxious. Doesn't slow down his game at all. That was a <laughs> dick move. <laughs> Literally like touching shoulders with this girl. Just pound it. Still nailed. Still sunk it. Yeah. Closed that deal. Amazing. Incredible. Just show up with, <laughs> show up with 15 joints. Don't talk about your sci-fi novel. Let it happen. You're going to have a good time. Just let it happen. <laughs> it all gets there. <laughs> but yeah, this is just a series of kills. A series of Id- people getting an introduction. Woods is woods. Camp tent gets cut open. Bodies dragged out. All the gore is cut. Like I said, I had to go through the deleted scenes to see all of his actual effects. Because mm-hmm. outside of Jason, which is a great effect, all of his makeup work is not there. The one guy got like a hatchet to the face, full forehead to chin, you know, gash across his face. Can't show that. Oh, no. Got to shorten the girl getting the, what, party horn right through the eye socket. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate This is also stuff. the ultimate movie of the uh, 
the person whose friend has just disappeared and they're like, Billy? <laughs> Billy? Are you guys out there? Everybody assumes. I don't know how people like pranked each other in the 80s, but apparently the number one prank was knock on the door and then run away and have your friend search for you in the dark woods. I mean, that was like a pre-screens activity. I, I think guess we so. all... Uh... People were just vibing, knocking on doors, and then whenever your name is called, just being super silent. <laughs> just not saying a damn <laughs> just thing. make your friend call out your name a couple dozen times, and you just kind of <laughs> kind of hunker down. That's yeah, because We I, loved it. I just feel like if I'm hearing a knock on the van while I'm having some fun, I'm not assuming that's the guy, Mike, who's late to the party, just like messing with me. That dude was looking for a way out. <laughs> he was looking for any sound I didn't even hear a sound He was just like What was that? <laughs> so when you said Not all of them had come out yet You're talking about that guy specifically <laughs> I, I clocked that guy pretty early I mean we've seen uh, You know after After our uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 episode You know this, this was This is a pretty hard recurring theme In, in these movies right? That guy's pretty obvious. Yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do any extra research into this, which is probably bad. <laughs> probably could have easily. He does jump out of that van. He's mid coitus, and he's like, "That might be my." <laughs> yeah. He I is. Go. He is looking for a way out. This girl does not realize that she asked the gay guy to prom. Yeah, and he is just like, "We're really taking these clothes off, huh? We're we're going to do this, huh?" Uh, he's he's looking for an exit. He gets the worst exit. His death is his death in the deleted scenes is gross. That's I funny. hate skull crushing stuff. His head gets smushed. Blood is just gushing out of this guy's face. Should have gone through with the coitus. Should stay, stay in the, in the van. man. Yeah, stay in the van, guys. But yeah, there has to be four. And in Ma- uh, what's the Maddie, the girl with the makeover? Yeah, somehow gives herself the makeover, goes to return to the party, but immediately just goes outside looking for someone. That was, has no reason to think anyone's out there. There was deleted scenes. Yeah, there was extra scenes. Feels... I saw it was her seeing a, seeing her friend and the other guy making out, and her being like, "What are you guys doing out here?" Mm. So there was something. They're like, "How much more Maddie do we got to put in? Put into this?" That was the one deleted scene where there's like nothing violent here. <laughs> there's like, nah, we just don't need these people talking more. Right, but <laughs> let's, let's get to this. <laughs> they're already just cutting out the extra scenes, anyways. and then they're like. We can trim a couple more. Yeah. We can knock this out. I do we like... We haven't learned anything about Maddie other than she needs a touch-up. But, uh, yeah. My So ass. we don't need to know anything else. That, so one one piece of research I actually did do. She was really young in the movie. She's an actual teenager mm. in that movie. So years later, she's like, she was probably 10 years younger than some of those people. She was like 16, 17 doing that movie. Hmm. So that's why she just goes to a barn and then has to crawl around in dirt before getting <laughs> getting knifed. Him getting the butcher knife, I always forget about. Hmm. That reads so much like a Halloween scene, and it is great. When uh, that's the stoner guy, I believe, right? He gets the butcher knife. Yeah, and, I think uh, so. That shot. When I said this is a great looking movie, not just because of the packed houses and realistic looking barns and uh didn't look like a set to me literally looked like a cabin party house Mm -hmm. and i love that that shot where the stoner guy is you know just bagged the the redhead 
with his collection of J's <laughs> and is doing the old classic going to the kitchen for a beer. I love how they shot Jason in the background of that scene. He is back there the whole time and it's just a wide shot of the kitchen and they are not drawing any extra attention to him. If you don't really know to look for him, you could miss him. Mm. He's just back in the back left and then you get the lightning crash and that's the first time you even see a shape. This is amazing. It all felt exactly like something from Halloween. Yeah. But it looked good. A lot of the lighting was amazing. This movie was filmed almost entirely at night. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no daytime kills. <laughs> this it's is all, all nighttime night stuff. Kills. Yeah, Jason takes a break during the day in this one. And I don't think I think this was all like lighting. Go back and watch this movie. I don't think it's it's moonlight, but it looks like moonlight. Mm. Everything's too nicely lit out there, but it doesn't look like, you know, stage light. Well, then light. the power goes out halfway through too. So it's yeah, it's fully dark house, lightning crashing. Mhm. Uh no rain, but yeah, it's still got that spooky nighttime effect. This was already kind of a that to me that sounds very difficult. To shoot. If you're filming a movie in the winter and you're filming exclusively at night mm-hmm. in some Alabama swamp, this sounds already difficult without the MPAA constantly wanting to hack up your movie, right? But these night scenes look so good. Like these night scenes, I think, look too good to be in Friday the 13th, part seven, The New Blood. <laughs> I, got, I have to imagine that's Beekler and his crew. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know he's he's probably got had so many great relationships with Foley guys, effects guys, lighting guys. This guy had his own crew, mm-hmm. and this guy was making movies to do all these nights. I don't think I noticed how the whole thing is at night until this viewing. This is a dark movie. It could have looked awful. It could have yeah. looked like a mess with you couldn't see anything happening. It could have just looked terrible. It is so clear. And looks so good, but also looks legitimately dark. Mm-hmm. This does not look day for night in any scene. This is definitely the middle of the night. God, that set must have been bad. Least fun movie to work on. Probably. Unless you're the one guy with the joints. That <laughs> 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 guy, easy street. Um, when we build, what, we build up to Jason getting electrocuted in the puddle. There's... That's a John, that's a Beekler effect there. The rotoscope uh, lightning. <laughs> one of my favorite things, man. That '80s animated lightning. Yeah, that you get in stuff like Life Force and oh, totally. Any anything Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a yes. Even though the the kills are a little disappointing sometimes. Once we do get the showdown, I love the last you know twenty minutes of this movie where Tina and him are facing off. She's got the yeah the the roots. Wrapping him up. Yeah. I love how uh, Jason is like perplexed by her. And it's uh, really just a, I don't know if it's funny or whatever, but it always tickles me every time when he's just like looking around every time she's doing something like, what the, what? Yeah. Now, now the roof. This is is the first time we've gotten him, you know, an actual showdown. Somebody Mm -hmm. worthy of uh, everybody else is just narrowly escaping, but he just kept looking like, what? (laughs) <laughs> but when his mask gets pulled off, he's there's a thing where he actually is making like some different faces as much as his face can. Yeah, yeah. Can make faces. Like you said, final 20. Awesome. He gets a house pulled down onto him. Oh, yeah. That is a cool shot. Goes through the stairs, pulls her down into the basement. 
My favorite kill is where the the blonde girl uh, gets thrown over the TV. Like she gets axed in the face, and then he just tosses just her, just chucks her. I, that's like the most like brutal looking <laughs> second of the movie. Just you, seeing that body flying over a TV. This is a corner. movie. This movie that had somebody in a sleeping bag get swung into a tree. Jeez, have other movies just used that a lot? I associate it with this one, but it feels like I always remember it differently. I always forget it's one thwack, so I'm wondering if we've seen some other camping. Well, they call it back in X during like a uh, virtual hologram kind of thing where he's gets the two bags, I think, and then is like swinging them ten times into the tree. Yeah. So this is the, the that's yeah, that sleeping bag kill like is the one that gets foot. the callback later. I remember a guy like hopping away in a sleeping bag before. It must be a Bigfoot movie or something. Mm. People have used that swinging sleeping bag thing. Somebody, whoever thought of that and must then be in, a real uh, friend. At least in Jason Goes to Hell, there's definitely a couple in a tent that he tears through and like bisects the woman in that one. So yeah, coming back there, I would have liked. I bet that tent was hard to cut into. He made that look like easy. I bet it's not so easy to cut into a floppy tent. I don't know. Gotta check out. I like that. I like that he he has the machete, still chooses to grab her in the sleeping bag and thwack her. Yeah, doesn't have to. He's like, I already used the machete on the last guy. It it seems like he has a very definitive like. Got to pick up a new weapon every kill. Got to get yeah. Well, I also well, got to get the butcher uh, knife. Got to get the weed whacker. <laughs> after he swung that body, I kind of like how he like kind of throws it down. It really felt like a the kind of anger that we don't totally see from Jason. It usually feels like pretty cold and pretty. That felt really like God. That body was way heavier than I thought. <laughs> you know, that was like. Jeez, why didn't I just machete this one? It's so mm-hmm. much easier to just machete a sci-fi guy in the neck. What am I swinging body by the ankles? What am I doing? Well, this one's got yeah. This has just got a lot of Kane Hodder just like breathing heavy, and Jason just looks huge in this one. And even the in the next one, I feel like Kane Hodder doesn't look as big in the ne- in. He looks beefy. Manhattan. Yeah, this one it just looks. All the Huge. prosthetics, with, with, are good. With the, yeah, I guess with the big rib cage uh, and spine kind of effects, they just all yeah. On. The body prosthetics looked really cool. The tattered, you know, onesie looks really cool. Mm-hmm. The chain around his neck the whole time, cool look, really cool. But then when you see his face, oh, that's classic '80s monster stuff right there. The gross teeth, the the jawbone sticking through, you know, with kind of parts of the upper and lower mandible combined, but you yeah. can still see like th- His the inner just workings swinging back and forth a oh, little bit. So gross. And yeah, you get a chance to kind of see him almost look like he's into it. Yeah, like he's like enjoying the the fight a little bit at the end there. Yeah, he's liking this competition. Yeah. When she st- so first that stair shot, this is a cool shot. When he's coming up the stairs and has him trapped, and you can see, oh, man, he's going down those stairs. Going through the stairs is so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Wait, you see him falling ass backwards <laughs> down the stairs. You know how dumb that would have looked? Even if he took a major spill, it'd still be him just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. But him just crashing straight through, taking out a chunk of six stairs with his body. That's cool. That feels right for the character, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't just go tumbling down. He's going through it. And then, because of that, you get the great shot of them having to now step over a huge pit. in this. It, it eliminates the stairs mm-hmm. as an option at that point, which I think is cool. 
And then he just Kool-Aid mans right through the side of the stairs. Just out of the closet or wherever you keep under your staircase. Yeah. There's a few times where he's just crashing through. the When he crashes through the window, he like hurdles into into the kitchen. Yeah. Smashing through that window. I was like, Jesus. Literally hurdle. He like jumps the same way a, a hurdle runner he would, does, yeah. would run on track. He just jumps full body, the, legs out through. Yeah, not the biggest window. I love every time that dude crashes through a window or door. I love it. It is kind of his thing, isn't it? Yeah. I lo- Man, give me him or Myers just crashing through a window. When Myers just walks straight through the win- the glass mm-hmm. <laughs> sliding door. Yeah. That's cool. Or at the hospital in Halloween 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crash right For through sure. that door, baby. I love it. Jay- this is a crash. This is huge. I don't care how what sugar glass you're using. Like you said, small window, get his whole body through there. Great shot. Yeah. Great shot. Going through the stairs. Yeah, same thing. A lot of cool, you know, Kane Hodder stuntman stuff to go he, with the yeah, special effects. That's important. Because I'm pretty sure I saw in the credits he was like the stunt coordinator. That is He was the man. Exactly. That's so big getting the actual stunt guy to do who's also mm-hmm. huge and can be a perfect like there's a reason why he kept like People love him a lot as Jay. He, I hope that guy makes so much money at conventions. I, that yeah. guy got to rake it in at conventions, right? I always hope all of them do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> he's so important to the last 20. The physicality that he can bring is so important. Little look that he gives. There's a little look there when she ropes, when she hangs him mm. by the light fixture. You can see he's kind of just like, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> For a while, he was into having this adversary, and this the one where he's just like, who? <laughs> I don't know if he's remembering that chain that drug him down. Like, all right, they held me for 10 years. I don't know how boring that 10 years must have been. Or, oh, he was dead. He was dead. I don't know. Suspended animation. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm confused by the the properties <laughs> well, again, of this he, young retarded he's, boy. He's not alive. He's is he, he's a walking corpse at this point, but he's like really breathing hard. He's a most heavy of the bre- movie. Hotter's a heavy breather. And he, is it the stairs part where we even kind of hear him be like? Ugh. <laughs> 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 There's one point in the movie where he definitely is just like, Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> Girl's really taking it to me here. (laughs) Do we need Jason just getting up, just like holding a, just like stretching his back out, just like, jeez. Well, then, yeah, by the time they get to her and Jason get to the dock and they're fighting, he just starts throwing around. He's like, he wants to like make this last a little bit. Yeah. Now it's personal. You know, it feels like he's a very impersonal killer for most of the series, especially with these just random teens or campers he comes across. Like, he just kills whatever is moving around him. Totally. Michael Myers is a little more stocky, you know, stalks someone Eats and hunts them. Eats a dog or two, yeah. you know. Freddy's going to give you the quips. Jason just slaughters you and moves on. But this this final girl with Tina, he he really, like, wants to play with his food a little bit here. Yeah. This I was, like that. He puts her through a fight. She puts him through a fight. Mm-hmm. And then when he he is like the cat who has the fight one. With the mouse, it's like, I'm still going to throw this thing against the, the door a couple times. Can't say I understand the ending. Oh, no. Yeah, Can't no. say I understand how that works. So I'm not I'm, sure if that's actually supposed to be her dad, who's himself been in the lake. He doesn't look like a guy who's been in a lake for 10 years. He looks pretty fresh coming out of that. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't totally the get... the dock there. Is it, is it kind of like the end of Jedi, 
where her dad's just kind of like waving at her <laughs> during the Ewok celebration. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just, yeah, the force. And also you're like, dad. who's that other guy? <laughs> who's this guy with you, dad? He hasn't been in the movies. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, if you understand how she was able to resurrect the the submerged corpse of Jason, mm-hmm. I don't understand how her father came up with, like, sweater intact with also his normal hair he did, did not seem soggy in the least did he have to did, did the dad have chains as well <laughs> wrapped around him did he? now why would the, he have chains i don't know <laughs> some kid didn't drown him a I decade earlier he went on a drunken uh dock rampage and fell through it's just it, it almost seems like it's more one of those like you know how all these movies end with someone jumping out of the lake and getting you at the last second we'll do that we, yeah, we'll make that happen. It's except it's just a guy in khakis. Yeah, now <laughs> just he's like, strong enough to grab Jason and hold him down and keep him under there. Yeah, man, that's so that Jason took gunshots in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but Tina's dad is gonna mess him up. I did like how this one just had a guy with a handgun. <laughs> had we got that before in the previous six? We... Nobody just straight firing on Jason. Which is the one with the sheriff? I thought the sheriff one was seven. Well, in four, there's the guy who's like out in the woods hunting him with a rifle, but that rifle gets messed up pretty quickly. I don't think he ever actually shoots him. Yeah, this, this guy this gets one three we get... or four shots off right yeah. to the chest and just kind of, you know, shrugs him. That is pretty. Yeah, I do like. I almost wish that Jason would have got the gun. <laughs> That's like the one thing he doesn't use. Jason just <laughs> shooting shoot the gun would be so good. <laughs> just ripping open a door, ripping somebody in half, and then just just shooting guy down. Like, what are you gonna do, Jason? Stab me! <laughs> and then he just pulls out a fucking Saturday Night Special. They got him. That's what they got to Somebody funny. gets Jason's machete, and they got to do a Raiders of the Lost Ark. She just well, pulls I mean, out a piece. It's like in this one, we sh- we see him with that weed whacker, right? And it's on, and he's chasing Bad News Cruz. Yeah, and then he turns. <laughs> He turns it off to stalk him silently and then shows up again. And we actually see him pull the, like, whatever, yeah. the ignition or, you know, it's like, so he knows you got to put some gas in there. You got to prime it. You got to pull the <laughs> gotta, string. He understands priming. So he's, he knows how mechanical things work. So, yeah, I'd just love to see him just, like, cock a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, Safety's on. Like, <laughs> Jason, just look at, oh, Can you get Jason to look? He can't, he can't respond to you and say, like, actually, I know how many bullets are in here. I want to see him with that gun so bad. I haven't seen the That'd 2009 so reboot. Think he walks around with a piece in that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't know anything about the 2009 one. It'll get drawn eventually. It's a good one. Is it good? Yeah. Damn. It's good. Now, so now I'm curious. You said this one lands in your top top half. I think so. There's what? There's 11? 12? 11. Counting the uh, reboot. Yeah. No, 12 Nine, counting Freddy versus Jason. Count, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. F and J. So, top six. This one's in there, presumably. Uh, well, I guess, where at? Two and know. four are my, are my go-to favorites. Five and nine are on the bottom. I know that. Freddy versus Jason's probably in that bottom. Yeah, I don't three. like that one. Go listen uh, to that episode. I feel like I would watch this more than I would watch three. Over like this one, I feel like I could watch more. Like just three is one that I know we we kind of always dump on, 
and I'm never as excited for it. But then we'll watch. I think we've watched it together like a few times, right? And after every time, I'm just like, no, this is a good one. I guess it. No, did. I do like. You did get the mask in that one. You get some good the harpoon gun and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, I really do like all these though. Yeah, I do like all of them. Two, four. Maybe, maybe it's right in the. I think seven's right in the middle. Maybe two, four, six, seven's like, up there. It's probably it's probably number six or seven. Okay, in my Jason in my X is is up in the up in my top. Jason half. X is fun, but I don't know if I. I feel like that. I feel like this one I would just watch more than the others. Sure, I don't own any of these on hard uh, copy. I have the first one on on the LD, mm. but. Hey, if y'all got a Friday the 13th laser disc out there, you want to sell me for less than $90? <laughs> I'd love it cuz it is impossible these, to find these movies on laser The disc deep sequels got to be so for expensive. For less than like 100 bucks basically at this yeah. point. Sucks. The only, you got to hope for just one big lot all at once Something, and then you can get, get the price the per price down a little bit. I'm hoping it's a lot. I you know, you got to find them in the wild. It's going to be one of those where it's going to be some old man who doesn't know exactly some what he's got. Some old man who had Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. They made him at least up through uh Goes to Hell with the unrated director's cut on LaserDisc. That makes sense. 93? So, yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Wow. That's so tough. all 9 are on LaserDisc, but good luck. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. God, all those horror sequels are super expensive, huh? On disc. It seems like Halloween and, and Friday the thirteenth, yeah. And nightmares is as well, but I guess it's like who I get now those people are, the are buying ones. those movies on Blu-ray, but who was buying laser discs of, you know, the new blood? Gotta made so they had to, if we can get the actual sales figures, not just shipped to stores, yeah, but yeah. the actual sales figures for some of these deep sequel horror movies had to be low. There's probably not a lot of inventory you're dealing with. Probably not at the time because they probably would have gone for fifty or sixty, you know, in in eighty eight or yeah. eighty nine whenever so it would have come out. The crazy laserdisc fans were buying those, and those are the people that either died and their parents ditched their collection and their families through the collection of the Salvation yeah. Army, or they still have. Them. Or they looked on eBay recently and said, "Oh, these are going for one hundred and twenty dollars." Insane. Yeah, kiss those dreams goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> brother, they're good. I got that first one. But yeah, I eventually want to get that Blu-ray or whatever you've got of like the first eight. It's so easy because those yeah. are the ones. The, those first eight to me, it's like put those on a loop. Yeah, I, I don't know who did Desert the Blu-ray, Island. but it's seriously, it's a four-disc, eight-movie set, and it's probably like twenty bucks. And it's got they all we look great, tons of features. It's it's the one to get if you don't want the big expensive box. If you don't have a hundred and twenty lying around for Goes to Hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you can just drop 20 on the, the eight-movie Blu-ray. It's a great bargain. A lot of bang. But yeah, I could see this one being top half. If I actually, I need to wrote, write down my list. Next yeah. time we'll do an official now list. That, again, now that I say this, it's like, well, damn, I like all of them, right? Like, yeah. A little, except for maybe, yeah, two. I cannot wait until you come. Not the number Not two. Num- yeah, except, I cannot wait two until out we, of the 12. Like, I kind of like them all. We're going to do nine, and you're going to be like, this might be top three. It's so ridiculous. It might actually. <laughs> it's gonna be the mood's gonna be right one of these days. Yeah, it's just gonna be like I am really into three. Or I think into I, nine right I now. Think, I think to watch Jason goes to hell, we're gonna have to be like stoned. <laughs> like I don't think you're gonna be able. Like drunk's not the right way to do it. <laughs> Sober certainly is not the right way to do it. Just arms crossed <laughs> and our legs folded. You mm-hmm. leave this shit. <laughs> we're just gonna call up the guy. With the with his we're, head in the we, pot, we gotta call up yeah stoner guy <laughs> to bring over fifteen joints of pure grass. 
<laughs> we're here for a day, Mark. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? You all right, bud? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the weekend was his intervention. It's like, it's like 10 a.m. He's <laughs> shotgunning a beer and like got three J's sticking out of his mouth. Dude. That's a lake weekend. Dude. It's an Alabama <laughs> lake weekend. Yeah. Can't say I don't understand the ending to this one. But, you know, it also doesn't have Shelly. So there's like wins. Or, <laughs> you take the wins, you take, take the, the L's, yeah, right? Exactly. And uh, I like kind of the stupidness of uh, of Tina's dad just showing up and giving like basically a thumbs up after dragging Jason through a dot. He's holding him there now. Mm-hmm. What is actually keeping Jason there for the next? <laughs> well, then, in, in when we open with eight, he's just kind of like under some wood in the lake, right? Like he's just like part of the pier, I guess, has just fallen on him. He's like, uh, uh, I'm stuck. He, whole house collapsed on him, and he still made it. <laughs> Did Kane Hodder get a whole house dropped on him? By the way, I rewound that scene a, a couple porch. times, and I, it seems like a guy gets brained in the back of the head by mm-hmm. by falling wood. That's a great, yeah. That's he one of the great, down. like, where he's looking around, like, what the hell? Yeah, he falls down face first, like down steps, while a porch mm-hmm. roof is falling on top of him. I don't know if that was hotter, but some guy <laughs> took a bump. I on imagine that it one. was. Yeah, and I think that's what really keeps holding this movie up. Not only do I, I kind of like these people because you don't really get that much time to hate them. Mm-hmm. Some there's of the, so many of them. There's so many people that, that you, if you hate the one, you you're you're gonna see the other one in five minutes anyway. Exactly. Yeah. All the spills he takes are great. The stairs and the dock and the house falling on him, so cool. So. Yeah, top half is here. I need to write these out. I need to really mm-hmm. see. I really. By the time we do another one, which is probably just another three months. Again, I had to actually look. Seven months ago, we did 3D. That long ago? Seven months. I thought it was like three months ago. So we'll do one in another few months. By then, we'll have done half of them recorded for posterity. I think then we got to break out our official, our official list. But I think it came to this. I think it did come to this. This was good. This I was, like the this new was, blood, man. See... Without the random draw, it. I think it would have taken us a while to get to New Blood. Mm-hmm. We definitely wouldn't have been sitting on two, four, and six this long. Yeah. We've so, got two, four, five, six, eight. Man- yeah. Manhattan goes to hell. And the uh, 2009. Yeah. So I guess I'll need to re- watch that before firing yeah. up my list. Random draw, baby. Can't wait. Oh, I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. And good night. Enjoy Friday the 13th. Indeed. Watch your favorite. Yeah. The New Blood. Yeah, tell us what your favorite is. I want to hear. I want to know. Especially if it's like a shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, only if it's a shitty one. Yeah, don't, don't tell us that four is cool. Like, we, <laughs> like, we get it. <laughs> Good night.